Hi besties and welcome to Semi-Qualified Queens. A show where we talk about all things drag because we are semi-qualified to speak on it. I may not sound like it, but I'm Juice Fox. And I'm Cynthia Kiss. And welcome to Semi-Qualified Queens, the post-drag con edition. (laughs) I was saying to Juice, we're not the weather girls, we're the weathered girls okay we have gone through quite a bit i feel like i've been absolutely run over by a bus like a a happy bus i'm happy the bus ran me over but i feel destroyed well i love you juice but you would say this yourself you aren't the world's best traveler i know it gets you a little nervy like so i feel like i just watched your stories you kept going after dragcon you went to chicago you were like gigs booked blessed so i feel as though we Mm -hmm. might be coming on a very raw juice box this episode how are you my dear yes I co- I'm good I quite literally got off a flight yesterday and I it's it's something about traveling it's like I love traveling so much but I just I can't sleep I can't like get my schedule back together because like when I'm home I'm so regimented with my schedule that when I go and travel I'm like everything is chaos mm-hmm. and I don't know where I am and I don't know how to sleep and all I want is home cooked meals, but I am eating at restaurants. Ooh, it's but it's food. just like, I feel so, yeah. Oh, the food fucks me. The food absolutely fucks me. Like when I get a good meal when I'm traveling, I could kiss the chef, Seriously, you know, on the mouth. The States is funny. <laughs> I loved going, I love going to the States. I love going to America. It's very similar. We obviously speak the language, but there are just little differences little little things hiccups along the road that you're like okay yes i am traveling and so to pull off dragon mm-hmm. i'm really proud of my team shout out to vincent shout out to jordan and of course geometric our booth was a success um but it was hustle we got back and i was like i'm literally dead i'm dead to the world and i will i would like to say because you have told me this already but i made money yay we made money money we made money i got money now i got money now (laughs) i got money no seriously i know that's so exciting how many people how many sqts did you talk to at meet and greets I must, I got a lot of Twitch people and I think what the SQQDs were doing is they would go to you and say I listen to the podcast I listen to semi-qualified queens and they would come to me and be like, I, I watch Twitch. So they would, they, they felt like they could only get one of them in with me. Okay, and somebody, I remember a couple people were like, I do both. And I was like, okay. Yeah. Okay, good. Um, I love you double. <laughs> no, it was so cool to have so many people stop and say that we listen to see faces to the ears that our voices fill your head with. To me, it trips me out sometimes. And I just, I honestly thought it was such a cool weekend almost especially for our, our semi-qualified listeners because to see them it's like podcast mm-hmm. we don't we never do this live this is so cool i know right it was fun it was really fun i'm happy with it um but what? i am really excited to get into this because i was i was lucky enough to be able to watch this at roscoe's <gasps> the first episode Sheik. Which was really cool. Mm-hmm. Actually, I watched the first episode at Roscoe's, and then I watched the second episode at Sidetrack, because I was being, I was with somebody, and he just brought me to two different bars to show me them. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was really cool to be able to watch these in, like, Shea Coulee's hometown. Fuck yes. And, like, to see how, like, the crowd would, like, react to her. It was, it was actually really wild. Um, but I rewatched them this morning, because, you know, when you rewatch an episode, you watch an episode in a bar, and you miss, like, 90% of oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of hooting and yeah, hollering. So missed... Some hooting and hollering yeah, in the bar. <laughs> the wild boys. 
A lot of screaming, but yeah. Do you want to get right into the episode? Oh my God, let's dive into it. We've got two episodes on the docket today because they released episode one and two of RuPaul's Drag Race, All Stars, All Winners. So we're kicking it off. We're going in with those entrances. Episode one, first queen in, Shea Coulee in this orange bodysuit. It's giving me energy. It's the full Shea Coulee fantasy and I fucking loved it. Then we have Jada. Same. Jada walks in with that moto look. Evie oddly comes in. She's purple. She's yellow. It's like street style look. Then we've got Trinity the Tuck in like a deep plum leather gown with like hits of neon green. It was cool. It was very, very, very cool. We have Monet. Monet Echange in a tartan number, which I don't know. I love Monet, but I feel like she's classic with like, I don't want to say an underwhelming entrance look, but like almost an underwhelming entrance look. I'm always like, okay, she's a slow burner. She like is so talented and so amazing, but I feel like these entrance looks, I don't know, I didn't vibe. And then we had Jinx in like a dark floral wrap dress. And from minute one, we fall in love. We've got Raja in this black gold pleated lame fabric, fabric sculpture thing. It was very, very cool. And we rounded off with our Brit, the Viv or the Vivian in a power suit, a power pant suit. That's our season, but we think we have an extra. There's one extra girl that walks in hiding her face and it is real revealed to be Raven. What did you think about that reveal? I mean, I feel like it gagged everybody because it was Raven in dark mode and we haven't seen that live on television yet. <laughs> it, like how tan she is. <laughs> She was so dark. So very, very, very I was like, tanned. I was like, I was like, girl, let's bring the brightness up. But, um. <laughs> so it's a fake out. But it was gaggy. It was a fake out. I thought it was going to be the real thing because obviously um, Tyra doesn't do drag anymore. But, and I kind of wish that she was competing, but then Rue wouldn't have anybody to do her face. I actually thought that in bed this morning because I kept thinking I was like yeah. why isn't Raven really there why isn't she really there and I was like oh because RuPaul is <laughs> yeah. and therefore we, we need our queen she is her certified yeah. MUA now so it all makes sense so I loved the cameo and uh yeah could you imagine though I love Raven I think it would be gaggy I don't know if she would be able to keep up with contemporary mm. drag you know I think the, the queens that are so like such powerhouses especially the new winners like Shea Coulee Jada um I think Jinx is a little I think Jinx was after her too is just like I feel like they're so talented I don't know if she would be able to yeah you know steamroll them but She's I think gaggy, it would be good TV but could she would... steamroll these are the important <laughs> questions so we flied right through yes we flew right through that cast but question juice who the hell are you rooting for? Who are you excited when they walked into that workroom? I think my favorites are 100% going to be Jinx and Shay with like a little bit of Evie like sprinkled in there. Like I am really excited for Evie oddly, but like I've got such a like a massive crush on Shay. Like she is one of my favorite queens ever. And Jinx I think is maybe the best drag queen to enter like the competition like she is she can do everything everything it's as if they've modeled the show around her and her talents mm -hmm. it's like it orbits around jinx monsoon she was like yeah. a cultural reset when it came to the show she did yeah. say mold breaking it was true i completely agree with that statement it's not 
overzealous mm-hmm. for Jinx to say, because I agree. I'm actually very excited for what she does this season. We even get to watch mm-hmm. a Snatch Game. We're going to cover it later on the episode. She's like already shown up and killed. It's mm-hmm. She's such a pleasure to watch. No, and even like Raja, Raja's even like a mold breaker because she was the first queen to really make fashion yes. a thing on the show. Like the runways were always kind of just like Forever 21 dresses, mm-hmm. but Raja came out and actually served like the conceptual looks. Yeah. And I think that's when the sort of change in the show sort of shifted, you know, with Miss Raja. I, do I think I saw that on a TikTok. I do know. And she's actually the girl I'm rooting for too. It's it's Jinx <coughs> and Raja for me. I love her. Raja. I'm, Raja. I saw Raja. I saw Raja years at, um, old. DragCon. And I think she was very, very tired. <laughs> she had just come back from New York <laughs> promoting this season. And so we were, she was laughing at anything we were saying to her. And there was points where I was like, I don't even think that's funny. <laughs> like, like, we were sharing a J. So, you know, you know, things were, things okay. were okay. She was, but I love She her. saw you and she said, give me some of that. And she gave me some of hers. Um, Thanks, Raja. Oh, work. Was it strong? It was perfect. Oh. It was drag constraint. Actually, <laughs> this, just a little side note. Um, Scarlet Bobo, right before we did the Queen's Walk, walked up to me and looked at me dead in the eye and said, Jasmine Kennedy gave me one of her joints and now I'm freaking out. I can usually smoke weed, but I don't know what the fuck that girl gave me. <laughs> so I was there too. Apparently I'm just a pothead. Oh my God. <laughs> um, I shared Jasmine's uh, joint as well. Thanks, Jazz. Um, Scarlet was hacking up a lung. She just coughed a bajillion times. And you know, when you do that, like your your head high is ex- insane. I looked at her and she was like, oh, oh my God, why did I just do that? Oh my God. <laughs> She's just freaking out. <laughs> Can we talk about that backstage? It was chaos in the best way possible. Oh my God. It was so cool. It was so insane. And I know we're, we've gotten off topic, but like being back there was... Being back there, I mean, you actually feel like a Rue girl. But my imposter syndrome was, like, over the moon wild. But it was... I felt like a -a (laughs) make-a-wish kid. I literally felt like I won a competition. And it's like, they never realized I'm not actually a queen on the show. Like, it's like somehow I'm waiting for someone to be like, you need a wristband or you need to leave. Like... Oh, I treated it. I treated it like a meet and greet. The amount of queens I walked up to and was like, I'm such a big fan. (laughs) All right, so then we get right into the competition. The girls are absolute powerhouses, so we know that whatever is going to happen is going to be insane. So we go right into the reading challenge. I love when an all-star starts on a reading challenge because I want to see that the way that they size up their competition. And I know we're supposed to go through the tops and the bottoms, but literally every single one of these girls was so good. And they just ripped each other apart. But I would say my very, very tops, I think would be Raja with the boogers read mm-hmm. uh and jinx calling raja roger so confidently yes. like it was just like roger just just out of the blue roger like it uh <laughs> i laughed so hard but it was great it was it, i i don't think any of them were bad really no this is the thing do you it's like this is the thing with an all winter season <laughs> i think this will be our challenge with the podcast because <clears throat> it's like how do you yes. dissect perfection it's like we're splitting hairs that don't have split ends it's like okay it was all so good but i i will say bone to pick i didn't get the raja boogers thing like what's so iconic about spelling and then saying you were all that and then running away personally here is here is my issue with this so that 
So calling, so it was the, the Heathers, is that what they called each other? Yes. The Heathers and the Boogers. Yes. So she, that, that was the main plot line that season yes. was they were the Boogers, yes, yes. The, the Boogers, they're gross, they're Boogers. So it was such a massive throwback to her season. So for like huge Drag Race fans, that's like, that's like a funny read, you know, that's like, a, oh my God, I can't believe she brought that up. I can't believe she like stayed in that joke. So and for her book. to just say like, she's here, she brought the burn book. She said, I'm still a Heather. These are the boogers mm-hmm. and I am here to represent. So it was just like, that's all she needed to say. She just needed to go B O O G E R S boogers called it. I was like, it was perfect. If she would have done more, I would have been disappointed. <laughs> I was nervous for her. Cause I just, I didn't know. I think um, <clears throat> Raja's surprising me. We're seeing new dimensions, but when it came to the reading challenge, I was like, Oh, what are you going to do? And then it was quite fast, but in this amazing referential way. So props to you, mama. Mm-hmm. That's how you read a That's girl. Right. So we do the reading challenge. That's amazing. They're all amazing. Next, we just are prompted to the runway. The girls have to go over there. And who do we see come out on the runway? But Naomi Campbell is here. I freaked out. Did you freak out? I freaked out. Did you freak out? Because I freaked out. I didn't freak out. <gasps> oh, see, then it's not for you. It's for me. It's not for me. Oh. It's not for me. I would have been like, I would have been like, yay. Like, I would I would have been like, I love her. Naomi Campbell. She is one of my favorite <laughs> reality TV, like, personalities. Her since the face with Nigel Barker. Don't look down. When you look down, you don't look confident. Check your lipstick before Oh, I mean, you read her me. reading... Pe- oh, she's so... <laughs> yeah, good. like, her reads are incredible, and the walks are incredible. She's beautiful. I'm not taking anything away from her, but I, I just... If that wasn't, you know, it wasn't for me. It wasn't the vibe. Fine. It wasn't your vibe. Well, I love her, and it just really helped, like, make sure we knew as an audience that this was Shea Coulee's episode. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> like, from, like, the jump, it was like, hey, in case you forgot, uh, Shea Coulee is that bad bitch, and we should love her. And yeah, 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 yeah. Because she killed it. Everywhere she Everyone goes. Everyone was great on the runway. Also, I mean, hot take. I actually don't think Raja slayed. I don't think she was actually slaying. And they were like, no, no, you were great. <laughs> and then Shay came out and kind of like taught the kids how to do it. You know what I mean? She really came out and yeah. owned the runway. So I wasn't sure if it was going to go to Raja or if it was going to go to Shay. And well, we saw. And it went to Shay. I kind of wish that Naomi was a little bit meaner. Me too. Yeah, I wanted her to be a bit more like, no, that wasn't good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but she she was nice and great, and it was a great, it was a nice, very heartwarming segment, especially with her interaction with Shay, um, and like there wasn't a dry eye in the room. And I also you know? love how Naomi Campbell's bangs are forever in her eyes. <laughs> like I don't know how she oh, kind of yeah. sees, but she looks great. Her and Rue well-maintained flowers they're just like maintained and her skin is just glowing glowing you know oh i learned a trick actually from a girl her name is callie callie mari in um in uh chicago speaking of glowing skin baby oil gel gel Gel. so it's thicker Uh and it still gives you the shine but it's a gel so it doesn't make you a slippery so that'd be for like shiny dewy supple skin on the body yeah 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 on the body oh, but that you don't want baby oil to ruin like your hair and to get like all greasy Watch i me know it on my face. So shut- <laughs> my, like, makeup. you're just smearing it on your makeup 
She was told me to use baby gel. And it's not fucking working. I was supposed to use baby oil gel. She looked, and this girl looked absolutely luscious on her skin. So I was just like, I'm stealing that. Freshly fried Um, Thanks, Chicago. (laughs) So then we get into the maxi challenge with the song and the performance. And I personally, I love a girl group challenge. You know, I love a girl group challenge, but I am, I was not living. I was not laughing. I was not loving Mm -hmm for the song or like and the performances were just kind of like, okay. Like they looked, they all looked great. They all did amazing. And the lyrics are great. My two favorites were Shay and Jinx, mm. but I felt like Shay, they it's, it's like, I got understand she still won the week, which is great, but I felt like her volume was so low on the song. Mm. I could barely hear her. I was like, why did they mix her so low? Like, you could barely hear it. But then when you really listen, like, her lyrics are great. And, like, she looked amazing. And her whole, like, stance looked so, like, like a winner, you know? And then Jinx's were just so funny. The, like, think something about approval, check my knees. Like, I was like, oh, oh my God, I love. So I really liked it. But I just, I didn't like the song. It didn't pop off for me. Like, once it started, I kind of was sitting there being like, okay, cool. Um... I don't know if this is, like, the easiest... It's just not super hype. It almost had, like, a down-tempo attribute to it. And it just got to a point with a lot of different camera swoops and, like, angles being cut. I couldn't quite... I felt like the number maybe wasn't as, like, tight with the choreo as we saw the queens on stage trying to build. So then they had a lot of, like, movie magic happening. And no one had a prompt for the costumes. So everyone wore whatever they wanted. It kind of felt like I was watching a Sims party on stage. Oh my god, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah, I did notice that too. I was like, what is this Because they weren't like technically unison like i felt like i saw raja kind of like laugh and roll her eyes at one point like i swear to god like it was raja was wearing pastels and i remember a bunch of them were wearing red and black and then like some of the girls were wearing green it was like there was no continuum when it came to prompt and i think that actually makes the difference i would say shay and trinity were in green and nude and then evie viv and so, oh, and then so also Jinx was in green. So the, I think like the prompt was just like green, red, black, and nude. And then Raja just went, nar. And was it Raja <laughs> going first, being in the front? Like I felt like we lost the style prompt because like yeah, I, no one looked cohesive. Like, no one looked together, and that's no, not a no. I agree. I, it's, I, it was still a great number, but it just I think there was a lot going on visually on top of like mm-hmm. listening to their verse. So. I'm with you, but I would give it to Shay. I think she did a really good job, but an honorable mention to Monet. I think this is where she thrives. Yeah, she was good too. I liked it. I also keep um, wanting to have sex with Monet every time I see them on screen as a boy. Oh my God. I don't know why I decided they're like such a little slice. Like I'm like, I, even the Mike Tyson in the Snatch Game, I'm like, why am I feeling things for Monet right now? They are so beautiful. Oh my God. Don't you find them so beautiful? They have like the most beautiful symmetrical face. Like I'm, I'm in, I'm in love. I would say her as Mike Tyson did kind of turn my crank a bit. I will say that. The face tattoo? Yeah. I was like, oh my god. I was cut, yeah, and the ripping the shirt open, I was like, oh, all right. Oh, 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 oh. oh, oh. Such a babe. So, yeah, that was our maxi. And um, then we go to runways, and we have a very yes. interesting look on RuPaul. It was like a mismangled bodysuit of what I swear was spare leftover fabrics, which is like eco conscious, and we love an eco conscious queen. 
Props to Zaldi. But but I I, I I just didn't love it. I didn't I didn't vibe. Honestly, I like it. I like it. Okay. I controversial yet brave. I liked it. I think it's fun. It's giving me anime. It's giving me it's giving me fun. I like it. Cute. And Cameron Diaz is our <laughs> guest judge. <laughs> Like it. And then with and I love Cameron Diaz. Oh, I love Cameron. The fact anytime she's on screen, she's just like she's a lovable, a lovable person. And I think Charlie's Angels, those reboots, um, live in my head. Rent They're free. so gay. They live in my head rent free. So to see her on screen, just it felt right. I'm gonna steal Ross mm-hmm. Matthews. It aligned my chakras. <laughs> I. <laughs> the hilarious Ross Matthews. Um, and then. Runways, my dear. What did we What did we think about runways? Who's your top? Who's your bottom? For me, it it had to go to Shea Coulee with that Maison Valentino mm. cape gown dress wrap, and she took it there with the prosthetic ears, the lobes, doing the African jewelry, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. I and the headpiece. Everything was just so spot on, and she just she looked incredible. It was Shea Coulee's episode, and then my bottom mm. was was the Viv. I, I just felt like uh, something was getting washed out. Incredible, incredible wig. Whoever did that, I want that wig. But the bright burlapy cotton fabric, it just was getting, it was getting washed out. So for me, that was my, that's my bottom. Sorry, love. I agree. I think Shay's was the absolute best one. It was like, it's the one that I remember the most. It's the one that like stands out, I think the best. And even when she turned the corner and just opened her eyes, it was just striking. Mm-hmm. And as someone who knows how to do prosthetics, those prosthetic ears were flawlessly done. So if someone isn't like fully trained in something like that, that is such a feat to be able to do something like that. So, cause ear prosthetics are so hard. So it was, it. it's imagine like sticking like a full prosthetic on the tiniest piece of your face. Yeah. And that is a big prosthetic. And, like a tiny, that is hanging wobbly, from rubbery piece of your face that like has no, it's not easy. Oh, she did such a good job. And Speaking mm-hmm. of imposter syndrome, can we talk about the fact that that was a Valentino couture style pull? She's wearing couture. Like, that's, the worlds are melding in this beautiful way with this all-stars, all-winners. Like, the queens are are the muses. It's so, it's so inspiring how, like, I don't know, for the longest time, me growing up... I, fashion and drag were secular. Like, they, there wasn't this intersection. And it actually, like through time and like my own journey, I've just loved seeing this cocktail of both coexisting. And so an episode like this, I just, I fucking tip my wig. So, so cool. So cool that that walked the runway. Must be nice to be rich. <laughs> that part too. I was like, I, I don't know if I can do that. <laughs> I'm going to, if yeah. I get a call What's for all like stars, money? I'm just going to start re- reaching out to designers. Hey, Valentino. <laughs> It's my it's my name Cynthia Kiss. I'm a nice Canadian girl. Love to wear something from your line. I'm real tall and I'll be try very and be special. Skinny. I promise I won't eat. <laughs> I wear real nice blonde hair, and I think it would be real special if you let me wear one of those dress things. They look never very say nice, never, juice. You never know. One day we could be in <laughs> Valentino as well. Dream big, my darling. I would wear Valentino. I would wear Valentino. That'd be pretty. I would lo- I, 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 my dream house, design house, it probably, I feel like Cynthia's a bit of a Versace girl. I love me some Versace because I do have them legs. Um, are you a Versace? Yeah, are you kidding me? Like, if it was real, real, like the real deal, yes. 
give me Versace. And then something fun and whimsical like a uh, Anna Sui or like a Chanel. But Valentino is absolutely up there. Like I here I'm getting choosy when I can't afford any of it. <laughs> it's giving it's giving beggars can't be choosers. That far! So. <laughs> Yeah, but who's our winner very this week? Juice, I want to know. I forget who won this week. Monet and Shay. <laughs> yes, they did. Yeah, Yay! Juice watched the episode. Yay! I remembered. <laughs> <laughs> Which do, do you agree with? I agree with Shay, but I don't know if Monet's was that memorable. Was Jinx number two for you? Jinx was giving it to me, yeah. you know? I might also be biased because I really like Jinx. I, I just know we're going to talk about episode two as well. That's when Jinx just was like, hands down, landslide, like no questions asked. A winner this week. I felt like Monet did a great job. I actually, when I rewatched the yeah. performance, her verse killed it. Her look, it had the crown piece. It was very um, streetwear meets royal. I thought she I thought she was a top two contender as well. How do you feel about this? Mm-hmm. If you, you're top two, you can win, and then you block a queen next week from getting a, a pin of legend excellence. Like, there's a lot of layered rules to all-stars, all-winners. I feel like it needs to come with a little manual. I love it. I like it. I, w- I do like it. The only thing that I'm worried about is queens f- kind of washing away and falling into the background. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, I felt like I didn't get a lot of viv, you know? What about Fav? I felt like, <laughs> yeah, what, what about Fav? I feel like I didn't get a lot of her. I felt like I didn't see her a lot. And I think when there's so many queens, others are going to get priority throughout the whole thing because they're the ones who are going to be pulling focus in the camera. So, and it's like, it's another beggars can't be choosers thing because it's just like, we, we want to see them all around. But I think that's just kind of like the negative that's going to happen with something like this is that we may not get enough of some of the other queens that we're really going to want to fall in love with, but we just can't because they're just there, but not really. But I, you know? I still but think I, the idea of no one going home, at least they all get their try. Like then it's, yes. it's almost like be bigger, be riskier, um, you know, fall harder because you're not going home. You could just embarrass yourself in front of millions of people. Not that big a deal. <laughs> exactly. You know what I would love if if they did a first out season and they did no one goes home on a first out season. I would be like, uh, I'm I would see it. you that dirty cry on TV. I know you. You would literally be like, this is <laughs> <I'd> be like, <laughs> I'm just we're so hard for this. this, and they can't. I'm you know, I just can't call my boyfriend. I'm just like, I'm really just in a good place right now. <laughs> they I would love that. it because it's be just like I wouldn't combat. even need to win. Yeah, it'd be the ultimate karma. Yeah. No one go home. You get to be here for the whole run. Oh, Beth would be smitten. <laughs> smitten as a kitten. Smitten as a kitten. She wouldn't need to call anybody out on a drag con panel. No, 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 no. Apparently you don't do that on stage. You do that backstage, silly. <laughs> <laughs> we have to do a whole podcast episode on that oh, panel. Girl. My God. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. We actually will, side note, if you want to hear at one point. We will, we will, we will. Shea Coulee wins the lip sync, and it was such a good lip sync, too. Like, the, the the old McDonald had a farm. Like, I thought it was such a great choice for the lip sync. I think that was absolutely hilarious. So happy that Shea won, because obviously biased. Um, and then it goes into the blocking, and she blocks Trinity. What did you think? Boom. I think this blocking strategy is interesting. It's a way to kind of keep girls from climbing too quickly with their wins um i didn't see it coming but i also understand why she picked trinity because she's a a huge competitor in this in this competition she's just funny at all times that's always a threat 
And I like that they, they're kind of taking it in stride. Like, like Trinity didn't look angry. No. Because it's just like, you know, they're all, it feels like they're all doing it for fun. And it's fun to watch. Like, it doesn't feel like it's too, like, it's going to ruin someone's life. There's a lightness to this <coughs> season with no one going home. I actually, mm-hmm. I think it's kind of, I think it's kind of fun. And now let's take a break to listen to a word from our sponsor. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you might be feeling depressed, stressed, anxious, or overwhelmed, BetterHelp is here to help. And coming from somebody who's had a panic attack on national television, (laughs) BetterHelp helps. BetterHelp offers licensed therapists who are trained to listen and help you. Talk to your therapist in a private online environment at your convenience. There is a broad range of expertise in BetterHelp's 20,000 plus therapist network that gives you access to help that may not be available in your area. You just fill out a questionnaire to help assess your specific needs, and then you get matched with the therapist in under 48 hours. Then you schedule a secure video and phone session. Plus, you can exchange unlimited messages, and everything you share is completely confidential. During the pandemic, I had lost my job, and I was feeling really overwhelmed. And Rebecca at BetterHelp was able to actually help me target areas in my life that needed attention and where I needed to work on things and it actually inspired me to audition for Canada's Drag Race. And if you don't have a legend like Rebecca, you can request a new therapist at no additional charge anytime. Join the 2 million plus people who've taken charge of their mental health with an experienced BetterHelp therapist. Special offer to semi-qualified Queens listeners. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com SQQ. That's betterhelp.com slash SQQ. The special URL code will be in the show notes. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. All right, we're back with episode two within this week's episode of Semi-Qualified Queens, and we are playing the Snatch Game! And, um... Yeah, it's really cool that basically this entire episode is the Snatch Game. I feel like they don't waste any time jumping right into it. It's like a quick recap and then Rue's like, hey, you're doing not only one Snatch Game, but I want to see two characters per queen. How do we feel about the double up? I would have left. (laughs) I would have walked out. Even on your no one goes home (laughs) season? Yeah, I would have left. I would have Choose. been like, normori, moron. Let's unpack that. What That's is it? Lot. What is it about the Snatch Game times two that would just make you want to leave? I don't know. I think it's because I've never done Snatch Game before that I think I, if I if I had never done it and then I had to do it twice, I would be like, I feel like I want to die. Yeah. <laughs> so you were resonating mm-hmm. with Evie during this part of the episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you are resonating with all the winners because we have a Snatch Game winner well, in, our, I, in our hands. I, it's, it's, I don't like bringing it up myself, but yes, I, I, I did, I did, I did. Win, I did win Snatch Game on my season. And uh, it's all about casting. If you pick the right characters mm-hmm. to work within, it's actually not scary. Like for, that would be my only advice. Is it's like, what do you know in and out enough that you can like improvise with? But I, I feel you. I, mm-hmm. I, I feel you. If you've never done the Snatch Game, it's a weirder challenge on set to film because it's long. It's a lot of mm-hmm. a lot of things fall on the cutting room floor, but it's like there is strategy there and it's it's improv in this kind of structured way where you only get like a second. Like, I don't know how it works with Rue, but like on our season, it's it's, it's very formula- formulaic as far as between takes. So for you to like jump in and be clever, 
you gotta like do it. So does everybody get, does everybody have to answer each question? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they really, they cut out what just like is fine or not funny. Like they basically keep in like the bookenders, like the amazing and then the like rotted. So it's, it's just a great episode because the filler is just like, oh, that's a polite answer. Like whatever. Like, you know, not bad, not great. Okay. You know, but um, okay. yeah, the sizzle, sizzle makes it to the top. But uh, my goodness, yes. we had some really fun character choices here. Um, Shay Coulee was going to do Elsa Majimbo, who I know from Instagram and TikTok, who always makes me laugh. Mm-hmm. And then Miss J Alexander from America's Next Top Model. What a fun choice. Viv did Joanna Lumley, which who I didn't really know. But once she started, I was like, oh, I'm an idiot. <laughs> and then fabulous. Catherine Tate. Yeah. Absolutely fabulous. And Chanel. Uh, and then she did Catherine Tate. Did you watch the Catherine Tate show? Have you ever watched it? No. No, no, no. But I knew who I know who Catherine Tate is. She was on The Office, eh? Yeah. I love her on The Office. Mm-hmm. Suki. Suki. Suki is her name. <laughs> <laughs> it's insane. Her interview. Anyways, the interview scene on that in The Office, Catherine Tate, iconic. Next, we have Monet Exchange, apparently um, living rent-free in my head, as Mike Tyson and Martin Lawrence. I didn't, I didn't understand the second choice personally, but um, that was that. Did you, ever watch, did you ever watch Martin Lawrence do drag? Like, not really. Like, isn't he a male comedian? Yeah, but he would do drag for uh, a TV show oh, all the time. He would get into drag as was like, like a, a character. Show? No, it was like a. It was like a. Uh, it was just like I think it was called the Martin Lawrence show and he, he there was a character in the show that was him in drag but it was just another character in the show because when I quickly googled Martin Lawrence all I saw was out of drag images and I was just I was kind of left I was left awry thank you Juice um, and then we get to Jada and she does Prince which I loved but uh, and then the Lady Shabliss and I don't know who Lady that is Lady oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Lady Shibley. Lady Shibley. Lady Shibley. And just a quick Google dive on that as well. Um, an actress, a performer from like a, a glamorous retro age of like the 80s, I believe. Oh, gorgeous. Oh well, she looked I mean, beautiful. Jada can play anyone stunning in Hollywood, like any breathtaking black actresses. Mm-hmm. Like she just radiates Jada um, Pinkett Smith energy at all times. So I'll buy her doing anything oh, in, that, in that kind of Yeah, 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 yeah. And then we have Evie playing Rico Nasty, which I, I had no idea who that was. And the Boogeyman. Same. The Boogeyman, my baby. Like the actual Boogeyman? Like under my bed Boogeyman. <laughs> but like a play on it. It's kind of like how um, Next Trinity okay. did Satan. Okay. Because I was sitting there like, is this the real Boogeyman? Or is this a person? <laughs> no, it was like a um, clever take Speaking of it. Trinity. Yeah. Okay. Speaking of Trinity, Trinity did Satan. Very gay Satan. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Leslie Jordan, mm-hmm. which I was so happy for. Then we've got Natasha Leone being impersonated by the one, the only Jinx. And then Jinx also did Judy Garland, which was just chef's kiss. Raja doing Madam the Puppet and Diana Vreeland. That's, that's the, that's the choices. That's a lot of snatch. It's a lot of queens and then a lot of queens. It was a lot of snatch. Too. It's a lot of snatch. So I... <laughs> I would say my standouts would really have been obviously Jinx on 
both of her snatch games, like Natasha Leone and Judy Garland, were wild. I thought Trinity's Satan was hilarious and her Leslie Jordan had me in stitches. And I was actually, I know they didn't like it, but I was actually a really, really big fan of Jada doing Prince. I thought it was really funny. It was good. It was one, I feel like Jada has this ability to like power through bombing. Like she doesn't feel any shame or something. Like even in her stand-up challenge on her season, she told a joke and she's like, y'all ain't feeling this. Like she just like, yeah. she knows when she's She can really make fun it. of herself. Yes, I loved it in the sense that it wasn't actually working, but like still made them laugh. That's the actual, that's the, the MO at all times. But I also, mm-hmm. I, I want to give a shout out to Raja for like bringing mm-hmm. range kind of the the impersonation, the makeup artistry to this challenge because I felt like her puppet costume and her embodiment of Madame was like kind of impressive and I, it came out of left field for me. And then Diane, Diana Freeland was was totally entertaining as well. Like I, I honestly thought she was like maybe not your, your true winner of that game but did a really good job. We kind of saw a new side of Raja. Apple Mitten... <laughs> And didn't so that for like do Diana Freeland on Snatch Game? Yes, the infamous Robbie Turner. Robbie Turner. And isn't that a great example of how like two queens take on a different choice? That's when Rue's like mentioning like we want to see you through the character. That's that's when like when I played Rachel, it was still a lot of me. Like I'd have friends come home and they're like, you're barely putting on a voice. That's like how you talk half the time. And I'm like, I know. <laughs> it's like, it's just <laughs> an extension of you. And so that's when, um, I, that's what I mean about casting, making the Snatch Game successful. It's like, is it kind of a, an extension of you? So clearly what didn't work for Robbie, but I liked it on Raja. I thought she was, I thought she was pretty cool. Very entertaining. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was great. I did like her. Um, and there was no real bad ones. Like, even the bad ones were still funny. Like, I Evie feel, didn't do great. I feel like I'm on the hate train with the Viv right now. No. This episode. She was so good! The accurate in impression. I'm just worried she's she's too nuanced for this, like, loud, double, super-sized American drag race where the girls are just mm. so loud and they are so big that, like, poor you know sophisticated viv and her like her character analysis is kind of just like blending into the background and there are cookier crazier catherine tate people to play i i think the fast talking choice did not make sense to me if you can't understand what someone's saying my dear how will they find it funny I think it's really hard to stand out in any room of 10 americans you know i think her being a little bit quieter (laughs) Uh, so, yeah, uh, yeah. There, there would be times where I would be like, "No, you're all just so American. Like, we are just Canadian and polite." Um, it's population but, density. I swear, there's more of them. Yeah, they just need to scream. Yes, they gotta work their way through. But no, I, I agree. I, I was gonna say she was really, really good. But I agree, she did sort of fall into the background. But she was still excellent. Yes, you know. But this is the this is the problem when when we're dissecting perfection is it's like how dare you say that Cynthia but I'm almost like no like out of the group I would have to say I just wasn't like I didn't chuckle or laugh with her but wonderful character analysis there was was no chortling chortling it sounds like a Pokemon yeah (laughs) yeah is that where are we where are we where are we okay then we hit it to the 
main stage. And we've got RuPaul in kind of an off the shoulder mint silver number and a and a and a petite a petite kind of wig on on Rupal. I uh I, it took me a second Rupal. to get used to Rupal's uh proportions. The wig felt Rupal. really small for me this week. It was like a a white coiffed piece and it just she typically wears such large hair that this was like it took me aback. It almost is like the the Actually, RuPaul equivalent to like a pixie. <laughs> That's how tiny I really? found it. I found it distractingly small. Then maybe that's just me and what like I love mother in, but I just felt like it was like it wasn't my fave unit on her. The dress was lovely though. Oh, it was very matronly. I think that's what it was. Like I just wanted a little more like yeah. s- s- a little sass in the curl. This was very like quaffed. It was giving like it was giving RuPaul's grandma, you know? That's like right. it like my grandma growing up had that hair. You know? So yeah, the hair a little matronly for me. And our guest judge of the week is Daphne Guinness, the heiress to Guinness beer. Do you know Daphne? Is that what she does? Yeah, her like, I don't know exactly who, but she's tied to like the dark Guinness beer. She's very rich and a fashion icon. She's like, she basically believed in McQueen uh, when no one did. Like she kind of gave him his start with like Isabella Blow. Um, she's like a ride or die for McQueen. That's why when she referenced Monet's clear uh, copy of a Skia Pirelli dress, she still called her McQueen. I was like, that's not a McQueen reference. Um, but oh. she's very, very cool. And she made me very nervous walking down that runway because she is very frail in those heelless, like 18 inch shoes. I was like, don't die. Yeah, she, she did look like if a gust of wind hit her wrong, she would just like disappear. <laughs> it was wild. Um, but iconically, she has that uh, black and blonde hair. She's been doing that forever. Michelle mopped it. Mm-hmm. I want to know how she does that updo. Like, is that like a, is there a rat in there? Like a. It's kind of like what. Also, for those of you listening, a rat is like a ball of, a ball of hair that people put in, not an actual physical rat. Um... <laughs> no, there's no actual rat. Uh, but the, the hairstyling technique. Yeah. I believe it's total like sculpture. It's almost like what Bianca Del Rio probably does with like her base lace front. Only the base is down. SJP does the same thing, like for the Met and stuff. It's mm. like you're kind of just stacking. But she looked really cool. She was mm. wearing she was wearing the blondes, I believe, the uh, bold shoulder mm. jumpsuit. I thought the crossover uh, silver mesh was almost unnecessary. I wonder if they added it for modesty, like you could see her nipples Maybe. and she wasn't she didn't want to wear a bra, so they added that. I would have done without. But that's just me. <laughs> Fashion icon. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> me telling, all, like, the me Sh- deciding. Chunky healed fashion no, icon. No, not Valentino, Chanel. And for the record, the chunky <laughs> shoe is still trending very hard. I feel like we're going to see more and more. And I was very comfortable at DragCon, so your ankles can eat it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, I agree. I loved it. And then we get right into the runway and it is called the Pleather Principle. Was it Pleather? I thought it was Leather Principle. It's Pleather Principle. Play on words. Yeah. Pleather. Ah, play on words. Pleather Principle. Um, I absolutely loved it. There wasn't really a bad one for me. I would say my tops would be Jinx again and Jada because Jada looked like a 90s R&B band. Like she looked so good. good. Well, it was, she was 
Jada Pinkett Smith in The Matrix. One, I believe it was oh, the second exactly. one. She did the top knots, but then added extra long braids at the back just to, you know, maybe hide the boy. And Do you mean Bantu knots? The Bantu, Bantu knots? knots, yep. And then mm-hmm. the back was long because Jada in the movie didn't have the length. But I loved it on Jada. Mm. That crocodile asymmetrical top mm. that was so structured that it didn't actually need two straps. It just stayed up. I love asymmetry. Mm. You know I do. And the way the croc crocodile pattern was almost left just raw that to me screams Mm -hmm. the era she was referencing but then again these drag queens are just making things so prevalent it's the now it's like daphne guinness she was like it's the girl you want to be it's the look you want to buy it's like it just feels so fresh Mm -hmm. at the same time so she was my she was my standout and a shout out to raja i thought the flounced python red uh it was a really special look it was very very her and i would wear any one piece in that and feel like a fucking bad bitch. See, I would wear the shit out of Jinx's. Oh, you would. Pink and baby you blue. would. You oh, would. I would wear the would. shit out of that. Do you remember when you took a photo um, of us at DragCon flat footed and looked <laughs> literally? It looked like you're like a, a child. Little baby girl sister, our little baby little cousin. Um, would, you wear, like, would you wear, would you wear, uh, flat shoes and is that the is that the mo anytime you're in a big ball gown it's like flat feet or was that just drag con style oh i didn't have shoes on like, like you, at all you barefoot like, i was barefooted oh girl <laughs> so the the story with that was i forgot my shoes um and then i had to borrow skywalker's shoes for my performance because she had on yellow shoes because she was at Lemon's booth. That was your performance And I was wearing day. a yellow ball gown. So that was my performance day. So that's why I had, so I had, I had yellow six inch stilettos. What the actual fuck? Hard to dance in. Uh, hard to move in. Yeah. Thank God it was a striptease. I couldn't do a fucking thing. Um, so I, I just borrowed hers for my performance really quick and then I gave them back and I just didn't wear shoes the rest of the day. <laughs> Okay, that explains the that explains the height. Yeah, but I could so see you in Jinx's um, take on the theme for the runway this week. It, I just think everyone must have been so hot. I feel like that would have been a really sweaty thing to take off. Maybe a stinky room. That's a real smelly room after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Monet's too. Monet's was so good with the abs. Yes. So do you know the designer yeah, is Schiaparelli? No. They're iconic. They really, they celebrate the human anatomy like that. Like this real fusion mm. of just like body parts, like dipped in gold, gold casted. Like if you, if you Google mm. search them, I think Raja leans into like Skia Pirelli nods a lot. They're, they're, they're kind of, I would say they're like the it couture kids right now. They're doing couture in this like really fresh. I want them to make me a bodysuit with a cock on it. Oh my God. Literally like actually Ahura did like um, a purse at DragCon when she was in that gold look. Again, very Schiaparelli. And the purse had a dildo on it. <laughs> but she spray painted everything gold. So it's almost like sex meets runway fashion. So it could be crass, but then you give it that like luxury twist. Schiaparelli would never do a penis. But, but like, same idea. Drag. Fun fact about Ahura, if those for those of you that weren't at DragCon, Ahura's booth had a strip pole, stripper pole in it. And every single one of her looks had a dick. Yes. Condoms, dicks, penis. One of her hairs was just balls and a giant erect cock. Yes. And she got there apparently and was just like, I didn't know this was a family friendly event. Everything I'm wearing has a dick on it. 
<laughs> Dragon is very like for the fam, like for the for the heterosexuals. There's so many kids. And the kids. It was so funny. I know. I watched OCN's booth with like four like go-go dancers, twinks, and like families. Were oh no just, no like, no! Scared to watch porn by. stars. Sorry, they porn. were not go-go dancers. Those were full porn well, stars. I didn't know if all of them were. They are. Okay. Cool. Can confirm. <laughs> seen all of them naked. <laughs> yep. They are all porn stars. I looked. I, I was just like, oh, I have. Oh, what? Oh, there, here's my Twitter. Hello. <laughs> I think that's like the, the funniest thing about like our, our newfound fame, air quotes. I feel like I'm running around a lot of porn stars now and I'm not mad. I'm really not mad. Well, I think that there's something to be said about the, the drag and sex work. We sort of run in the same circles, oh, you yes. know? And like when drag used to be a little bit more underground, there would be the queens on stage and then there would be the sex workers in the bar picking up and bringing people home. And they would be, and a lot of the sex workers would be like go-go boys and go-go dancers. So we sort of always have run in the same circles and there's still nuance between both of our careers. So I feel like there's still that mutual respect between sex workers, uh, porn stars and drag queens. Cause we're all sort of in that same sort of family. Mm-hmm. So like, a lot of my friends are porn stars. When I was in Chicago, I hung out with one of my friends who does porn regularly. Oh, I know. I know he's so hot. Oh my god, he's so he's hot. Like, <laughs> that annoying cute factor where it's like you you go past like cute to just being like sexy cute. I don't know. What is his name mm-hmm. again? If you want to like shout him out. Colt Spence. Colt Spence. Oh my god. He's cute. a great porn name, he's right? Cute. Is cute, but the, I think there's there, and we even talked about that. Like, there's so much nuance between those two industries, so you can you. I find that there's a lot of people that are porn stars that I'm just casually friends with, mm-hmm. and I've just seen their dicks because that's their job. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, it just removes the mystery. Mm-hmm. You don't have to wonder what their penis looks like. You're like, I, 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 I know. I've seen it. I've seen it. Yeah, I've appreciated it. <laughs> well, that was a tangent, but um. What a fun what a fun second episode, Snatch Game. All stars, all winners. Wowie. Wowie mm-hmm. wowie. What are the results? Where do we where do we land with this week's Snatch Game? Who are who are our tops, Juice? So the tops were Trinity and Jinx, which I agree with. I feel like I feel like honestly Jinx steamrolled everyone. So it, it could have been anybody else, and I would have been like, yeah, but Jinx won. Seriously. You know? Great. The other person's there. I'm really happy for them, yeah. but Jinx won. I don't think I, like, you know? kissed Jinx's ass enough earlier when we were talking about the Snatch Game. We kind of got on tangents. She did the best job that anyone will ever do on the Snatch Game. The fact that Natasha was, like, an A, and then Judy Garland was, like, an A++++. It just... Dave... The Dave thing? Oh, the Dave Do you thing? Oh, my God. Oh, my that. God. Talk about Raja saying boogers <laughs> in the read and throwing back to her season. The Dave cut to play Judy and then say you didn't kill me. I lost it. That was the the official oh. smartest joke in her whole set. It just, it just, I just loved it. She's just so freaking funny. Like, I, I could watch her all Imagine day. being Dave and seeing that. I know. Like, I want to know what that was. I want someone recording Dave seeing that. I want to know what his reaction was of being like, you're forgiven. And him just being like, thank you. I didn't kill Judy. When she said, I have been dead for a number of years, I have not audibly laughed at a Snatch Game, I think, in five years. Like, I audibly cackled yeah. when she was like, I've been dead for a number of years. So I, I was like, uh, 
just so funny, mm-hmm. so delightful. So it was like, okay, and then who who comes second? Because obviously Jinx is winning this week. So and then it went to Trinity, and we got a fun little lip sync to Adel, a British, a little indie British singer named Adel. Adel, you said that, and I was just like, what the fuck? I'm purposely like, wow, confusing My brain really juice. did turn off. <laughs> no, Adele. We got rumors by oh. Adele, and I thought it was a really great lip sync. But again, it's just... Oh, I hated it. I hated it. I mean, I was just being polite. I didn't... I Sometimes the lip okay. syncs... When the stakes are who's the winner, it's not who's going home. I um, I think they just hit a little different, if I'm being honest. And uh, yeah. it was cool. It was serviceable. I liked seeing how they both play, like, campy. Did you notice this, though? What? I didn't... I probably not. Trinity's... Trinity's wig flew right off her head, and they edited around it. I thought so. Yeah, because it definitely you can see was it not fly off. Yes, <gasps> they, if you can see it fly off, and then in the next frame she's repositioning it, so you could see that that wig went yeet, and she went whoop, put it right back on, and they edited around it because I think it's like she was already gonna lose, and I don't think they wanted it to make it look like that's why she lost, you know. Mm. But mm. you know. Have you had a wig fall off recently? I feel like that doesn't happen to you. And you whip the shit around your wigs. That doesn't happen to me. <laughs> that is that not an option. That does not happen to me. I do not. Vincent, my partner, didn't believe option. me. We were talking about your hair flipping. And I was like, oh, Juice like loves to flip her hair. That's like, that's like her thing. And he's like, what do you mean? I was like, no, like the Toronto girls, they like hair flip. It's like, but Juice does it so well because of those human units. And I showed him your stories in Chicago and he's like, oh, wow. Yeah, she really, she really does. She really does do that. I was like, told you. My neck hurts. Well, it's, it, it's gotta, it's the, it's the backwards ones for me. It's when they come from the back. That's when I'm like, that's momentum, mama. You know, it starts in the ankle and it just rises up. It's not just a, it's not a neck thing. It's a whole body movement. You know, you've really got to, when I see girls and they just do the shoulder head movements, I'm like, girly, it starts at the leg. You got to bring it all the way up. You know, it's a whole body thing. The whole body Yeah. Do you know who, speaking of hair flipping, do you know who I will never be able to do this like, but she is the absolute master? Mm. Sasha Colby. Oh, I mean, duh. That girl moves her hair. It's like she. It's like she moves her head slightly, and her hair goes. And I'm like, ugh. <laughs> it's a beautiful combination of like physicality and quality of wig. When the both mm. are like at perfect like understandings of each other, like you know how to do it, and you're wearing like these beautifully made human hair wigs, and they just move so effortlessly. Mm. I think that's when it's like the sweet spot, because you couldn't do half mm. the same shit in like something very heavy. And like synthetic. I can do it in a synthetic. Oh, of course you can, BB, but you're like, you know, an all star at hair flipping. Okay, thank you very much. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah. It wouldn't fall uh, off like Trinity the Tuck. Trinity the Tuck Taylor, just because it's got a bang doesn't mean you have to glue it down, babe. You still got to glue the hair down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's as if she thought, you know, it's, it, it would be on there securely, but no, not for a lip sync. Well, she might have been sweating and it might have just slid off. Um, but, 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 but. <laughs> We get into the rest, and it's you. <laughs> so we have our winner of the lip sync. It is the one, the only, the well-deserved Jinx Monsoon. And she is given the power to block a fellow competitor. And karma is amongst us. Karma is in the air because Jinx decides to block Shea Coulee this week. And um, 
you know, I felt like Trinity kind of got a little like micro win there, a little mini win because she didn't get to win a badge this week because she was blocked from the previous week being blocked by Shay. Mm -hmm. How many times can I say the word blocked? Honey. Blocked. I'm going to use the of uh, Shay Coulee saying you're blocked. I'm going to use that so much when I am getting tired of girls. I'm going to send that to them and then block them right after. (laughs) (laughs) You're blocked. I mean, you're blocked. There's something in the air. The the retrograde. (laughs) Let's not get started on this fucking Mercury retrograde. That is absolutely (gasps) annihilating me right now. I know, but (laughs) that's, that's it. Jinx. She hit, she gives it to, she gives the plunger to Shay and um, we live to drag another week. All stars, all winners, two episodes. Holy shit, Juice. That was a lot mm-hmm. of opulence. It was a lot. Do you know what I just thought about? What did I think about? If you give somebody a block mm-hmm. and they can't win a badge, the best thing for you to do is to win that next week because then you're blocking almost everybody else from also getting another badge. So you're still leveling the playing field. Yes. Ah. Yeah. Aha. Mm-hmm. I get it. Their strategy. Now I get it their strategy there so it makes you you have to work even harder to win the next week because then you make sure no one else gets one mm, i like that i actually do like that yeah i actually kind of like this show i think it's pretty good it's okay it's okay it's okay yeah maybe i'll, I'll do I'll it one day it. maybe it's i'll fine. do it one day <laughs> yeah maybe one maybe, you know what we should audition <gasps> you ever thought about auditioning for for a show like this oh i don't know i'm too shy I think I have a panic disorder. I don't know if it'll go over really well. You're a fucking masochist. You're like, bring it on. Give it to me. Bring it on. I'm the same. It's me with adrenaline. I'm like addicted to it. I'm like, it's so terrifying. I love it. Um, But BB, BB Juice, (laughs) that concludes episode one and episode two of um, All Stars, All Winners. Wow. I feel like I need a cigarette. Don't start. Don't do it. It's just there was so much. I if they, if they release two episodes next week, I will lose my mind. No, they're not like going enough. To. They, they won't. just give me one. They won't. They they really tickled this pink with the snatch game and the fact that the snatch game was basically the whole episode. It's because they wanted to do mm-hmm. two. Like I I really don't think they're gonna do that. That don't don't mess okay. with our our podcast schedule. World of Wonder. Don't be gonna. Don't Um, but that's the episode. I really really liked it. I'm glad that you liked it. And, and I really really really, really like you. Week. <laughs> uh do you want me do you want me to uh if you want to follow us on instagram you can find us at semi-qualified queens pod on twitter at sqq pod and use that sexy hashtag semi-qualified questions and if you want to email us email us at semi-qualified queens pod at gmail.com if you have any questions any suggestions or if you just want to send us a selfie Oh my God, send us a selfie, please. And let us know what you thought about this double episode this week. There's so much to take in. We want to hear from you. I'm Cynthia Kiss. And I'm Jimbo. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Bye. Dead. Bye.